You're invited to remain standing as we read scripture this morning out of the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Matthew 2, we read verses 1 through 12. In the Gospel it reads, In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising, and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. Calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, and the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that, had, that they had seen at its rising till it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They knelt down and paid him homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I invite you to be seated. Let us pray. Lord, open our hearts and minds by the power of your Holy Spirit. Lord, as scripture is read, as word is proclaimed, help us hear with joy what you say to us this day in your name. Amen. Well, now that Christmas is over and the gifts have been distributed, the question is, which gift this year was your favorite gift? Anybody have a favorite gift? I know. A generator. A generator. Amen, sister. A generator. I went and bought myself a power washer yesterday. but uh, I, I, I like getting a, I can always count on getting a sweater and a dress shirt for Christmas. And that's how I stack my closet and get my sweaters. So I can always count on those. I love those. But I don't know about you. But it is more of a gift to me to see others' faces when they open their gifts as opposed to me receiving a gift. And so that, that to me is, is the greatest gift at Christmas. And perhaps you feel the same way. But, but, but we know we each do, honestly and truly, we have a favorite gift whether we want to admit it or not. And, uh, or perhaps, again, the greatest gift is actually seeing the faces of joy in others. But in our scripture today, we see the response of the Magi to the news that would become the greatest gift mankind has ever known. The birth of our Messiah. They bring intangible gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh, the gifts that we, that we read about, that we hear about, that pretty much everybody knows by heart. Even if, you, if you're not um, that spiritual, you know the story of the magi or the wise men and their gifts. 
And, and while all of these gifts have a special value and meaning to which you heard them express in the video we just watched, none of these tangible gifts that the wise men brought was the greatest gift presented. The greatest gift presented by the Magi that night was the gift of worship. The gift of worship. Now, I don't know about you, but I like a good story where it builds up throughout the movie and it doesn't give away the answer to the mystery until the very end. Anybody else like that too? That's my favorite kind of, of movie or story when the bad guy is revealed not until the very end and it is a surprise. Well, in our scripture today, we don't get that kind of a story. We get the answer to our question right at the very beginning of the reading. In verse 2, the Magi have arrived in Jerusalem and they ask a simple question. Where is the newborn king of the Jews? But it's not the question that sticks out to me. It's the reason they give behind why they ask the question. Did you catch it? They said, where is this newborn king of the Jews? They didn't answer so that we can bring him gifts from afar. They didn't say so we can give him gold, frankincense, and myrrh. They didn't say so we can simply drop in and do our duties of being present at the birth of a child because, because we're, we're kings. They said... They didn't say that they came for any of these other reasons. What they said was, we have come to pay him homage. Other translations use phrases like, we have come to honor him, we have come to adore him, we have come to worship him. They all mean the same thing. Regardless the phrase, regardless the term that is used in our translations, they all trace their original translation back to the original Greek word that was the reason they went and made that journey. They came to present the gift of proskuneho. Okay, here, here we go. Everybody say proskuneho. And the phrase proskuneho literally means to prostrate oneself or to uh, uh, fall to one's knees, particularly and especially in, in the, with a special meaning of being in the presence of royalty or the presence of one who deserves attention from your knees. Proskuneho. Everybody say it one more time with me. Proskuneho. The phrase indicates that the Magi didn't just come to give their tangible objects to uh, a newborn king, but they came to give their entire selves to a Savior, to a Messiah. The greatest gift they brought with them that day was the gift of worship, the gift of proskuneho. When we fast forward to where they actually come into the presence of the newborn 
uh, Christ Jesus. What does it say they do? When they get to Jerusalem, they say, we have come to honor and worship the king. And later in verse 11, whenever they get finally to the stable or wherever it was that they found the baby Jesus, in verse 11, they say, it says, they entered the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, falling to their knees, they honored him. You notice there too? It doesn't say they went right straight to the Christmas tree and dropped their gifts under there, which perhaps we all do whenever we arrive at our Christmas parties or wherever we go. It doesn't say anything about the three gifts that we hear about. The first thing they do is present the greatest gift that they brought. The gift of proscuneho. They fall to their knees and they worship the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And then, did you notice? Then and only then after they do this, do they present the, the tangible gifts they brought. The order is pertinent and important. You know, in, in this story, the, the, the gold, the frankincense, the myrrh are secondary to the actual greatest gift that they brought. Now, we're not trying to downplay these gifts because they're important. They have a special meaning and to which that's a whole other sermon of the special meaning around these tangible gifts. But when we boil right down to it, sisters and brothers, God doesn't want first from us the tangible or regal gifts that we can bring. God doesn't want first the big offering check or the hours of good deeds and service. What God wants first out of us is that we present ourselves utterly and completely proskuneho at the feet of our Savior. Someone say amen. That is what God wants first out of us in this year. God desires our honor, our adoration, our homage, our worship first and foremost. And then and only then can we truly give our gifts over to the work of the Lord. The order matters. So the question is for us today. When have we truly presented the gift of proskuneho to our King, to our Lord, to our Messiah? Let me ask us a tough question. Because I get stuck in the same rut throughout the year too, mentally and physically. But sometimes we get so stuck that we think we're bringing worship when all we are doing is bringing routine. So do we really think that simply sitting in a pew week in and week out do we simply think that, that singing the songs that are on the screen or in the hymnal week in and week out? Do we simply think that reading the scripture, in my case, do I simply think that preaching a sermon week in and week out is truly presenting the gift of proskuneho to our Savior and our King? Those are the tangible gifts 
that we can bring. But that is not the greatest gift itself. When was the last time we truly fell to our knees and worshipped the one who set humanity free? When was the last time we just simply stopped what we were doing, fell prostrate before God and said, Oh my God, thank you for being who you are and for loving me. That is proskuneho. In Copenhagen, Denmark, there is a statue of Christ. There, there, there's an, one day there was a Taurus standing in front of this statue, and many of you, and some of you may, may be familiar with this. And, and the Taurus looked a bit dismayed because he could see that he was walking around it trying, trying you know, to take their pictures and get a good glimpse. And a local resident that was walking by asked what the problem was. And, and the Taurus said, well, I, I, I can't see his face. The resident then chuckled a bit to himself and explained, if you desire to see his face, you must kneel at his feet. If you desire to see his face, you must kneel at his feet. How often are we trying to find the face of Christ yet we fail to kneel at his feet. Missionary and evangelist E. Stanley Jones described the experience of viewing this statue when he was there. And he says, quote, As I walked up the cathedral aisle, I was overcome with awe. But as I walked along, my Danish friend whispered, You will not be able to see his face unless you kneel at his feet. I knelt at his feet, and only then was his face looking into mine. It's not that he's not there, but if we're to see the face of Christ in this year, we must be willing to kneel at his feet present ourselves utterly and completely proskuneho in the face of our Savior. That night, the, Messiah saw, the, the Magi saw the face of God because they first knelt at His feet. On this, the beginning of a new year, let us make it our resolution as individuals and as the church to present the gift of proskuneho to our Lord and let us commit to doing it first above all else and all other things. That is the greatest gift that we can give this day and in this year. For all the tangible gifts that we will give, the gifts of, of offerings, the gift of time, the gift of volunteer hours, the gift of good deeds, they will come but they will come after the gift of worship. This is the gospel message. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Amen.